Welcome to another episode of Permission to be Wealthy. I'm your host, Tasha Chen. And as you know, every conversation of this podcast will always be geared towards reminding you that you deserve to have wealth with ease. Today's episode is sponsored by Starcox, your business building dream team for business owners who want it all but can't do it all. Whatever is taking time away from your zone of genius in your business, let Starcox handle that. Whether you need branding, social media management, systems and automations, website or landing pages, sales and marketing, content creation, and more. Shemahan Jesse and their team of experts are your one-stop solution to implement the projects that have been keeping you stuck while you focus only on your favorite parts of your business. Get unstuck today and scale your business with the Starcox Dream Team. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Permission to be Wealthy. I am so excited for you all to meet and hear from this beautiful woman that I've had the pleasure of getting to know. Her name is Maria Aguirre. How do you say your last name, Maria? Aguirre. Okay. See, that's why I didn't say it. So now please share your name, the proper pronunciation. Maria Aguirre. Oh, okay. It's the rolling of the R's. I'm it's sorry. the rolling of the R's. And I, 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 can I just tell you, like, I have mad language crush when you do that. I'm like, I wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, uh, there you go. Okay. So Maria is a best-selling author, thought leader, common sense practitioner. Can I just say, I love that. Common sense practitioner, leadership trainer, coach, and content creator. And Maria, I want to just dive into our conversation today by asking you a question that I try to ask as many of our guests as possible, which is at this moment in time, not back when you were a little girl or you started your first job, but at the, the woman sitting in front of me right now, what is your definition of wealth? I would say that is time and freedom. Wow. That's well for me. I think is having the time to be with the people I love, spend uh, quality time with them, focusing on on them solely. Yeah. Loving on them and, and giving the space to myself as well. Wow. To to really grow myself into the next level. Okay. Did you all hear that? That was really powerful. So the definition of wealth is time and freedom. Yes. And the time to spend time, the time to spend time, the time to be with the people you love and truly pouring everything that you have to offer into those people, as well as the space to grow you. Yes. Because we cannot pour from an, from an empty cup. Right. You know, and, and we need to be constantly recharging that cup so we can be generous enough mm. to keep pouring on other people. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I it's love so, it's that. It's so important to create that space. Yeah, I love that. And we're going to dive into, you know, some some other layers of this conversation specifically for women, because I think you can agree yes. that this is one of the areas where we might have a wonderful definition of wealth that, you know, I like to keep it real and say, hey, like I have a clear definition of wealth. It includes a lot of freedom, a lot of time and a lot of spaciousness. And you know what? It's also my growth opportunity yeah. <laughs> because I know what I want. I know what wealth looks like for me. And then I have these weeks at a time where I'm like, I'm not being that definition of wealth right now. And I got to go back to the drawing board, yes. you know, but it's and I think 
the point I was going to make is that I think women, like guys are really good with shut off work, play golf, nothing else. Right. But that's a skill. Yeah, that is an amazing skill. But for us women, it's like I want my wealthy life includes time and spaciousness and being able to pour into the ones I love. And damn, I haven't spoken to my son in four days. You know, so just note to self, we all are crystal clear on our definition of wealth and we're all a work in progress. Yes. But I think when you don't have a definition, a clear definition of wealth, when you don't know what it means to you, you know, then you don't have a benchmark to go, I'm off track or I'm on track. Definitely. Right. Definitely. And so I would prefer to be clear like you are about our, my definition of wealth. So that at least I can know, Taja, you're totally missing the mark today. Get back on track. Yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing, right? Go back. I love that, Maria. All right. So yes. as we're getting to know each other, one of the things that you said, you you have a passion for leadership. Yes. And you believe that women are stronger leaders. Why? Because we're nurturers. You know, leadership is influence. That's all it is. And as as women, we are equipped because, you know, we were created to you know, eventually probably have children and, yeah. and care for people. We, yeah. We care. Yeah. We love. Yeah. Right? We're nurturers. So um, it's easier for us to connect that emotional intelligence into the job, into mm. understanding and really seeing the team as our, our family, having that ownership, yes. that mama bear protection on yes. our team, right? And being yes. in their corner and really, you know, calling on, on their weaknesses as well and having the hard conversations because... That's who we are as women. We're yes. very strong. We're powerhouses. Yes. And we are, we can bring so much value in leadership if we really step into it fully in what yeah. we were created to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so powerful. You know, my husband really redefined power for me. And I've said this, I had another uh, podcast last season where I talked about this. And one of the things that was interesting, because right, he's a man teaching me about the power of my feminine, right? And you totally get this. That's what you just shared. But for me, it was like, huh, you're right. And he said, you get it all wrong. Power is influence. And women, you all have mad influence. <laughs> My husband says the same thing. It's like, if you guys realize how powerful, powerful you were, right? You would never really engage exactly. in fights. You would never, exactly. it, you like, you would just sit back and wield the wind, you know, at your <laughs> yeah, mercy. Exactly. Because we are influential. We yes. have power in being able to influence things. And I love what you said about a woman in a leadership role, because we have such natural tendencies to not only nurture, but to um, the, just the same way we would want our children to grow. And yes. we're looking to do whatever is necessary to help them grow. We have the innate ability to do that with our teams, yes. right, in, in different um, leadership settings. That's just, it's so interesting. And, and that's why I ask this question. So for all of you women out there that are on the path to creating wealth, and it, it includes some form of leadership. And actually, I don't think you can be wealthy without leading something. Absolutely. And sometimes it might be yourself. You know, and, and, and it's funny. Absolutely. You nail it there. Because it's self-leadership. It starts with yeah. self-leadership. And as women, we are leaders of tiny humans. Yes, Yes, we are the role model. We are the ones that are going to set up set up the standard yes. of what leadership looks like for them. Yes, right. Yes, and what is right and what is wrong, and it's a huge responsibility. But it's is one that sometimes you know I, I hear women say, "Well, I don't have a team at work." Oh, you are a leader. Oh, yeah, you are a leader. <laughs> yes, and you better step into it. Yes, fully. Yes, because 
it's so necessary. You know, I uh, for 27 years, I've been in the aerospace industry. Yeah. Male-dominated industry. And I've yeah. been a successful w- a woman within that industry. Yeah. But sometimes I was the only woman in the table. Wow. Yeah. So it's so important that other leaders start stepping in and, and bringing the, the full power of who we are as women yeah. into, in, into their leadership. Wow. I think what's really rocking my brain right now as you're talking, I'm like struggling to like stay focused. Don't go off on a tangent with this thought, Tasha, because it's really hard. It's so powerful, Maria, is the recognition that we are all leaders because we're all ultimately leading ourselves. Yes. Or yes. leading ourselves first. Yes. Right? Uh, I love that. Okay. One of the things I like to do in this conversation is keep it real. Yes. So I didn't prepare you for this one. Totally, okay. totally coming at you from out of nowhere. That's fine. But I just love when, as women, we practice being authentic and real and true. And so as clear as you are on your definition of wealth, would you say there's any area that you're like, you know what, Tasha, this is where I experience the greatest gap between where I am right now and where I want to be when I think of my definition of wealth. You know, and it can be, it doesn't, it can be money. It can be with your time. It can be just spaciousness and traveling. Like what, what would you say is that area for you right now? Um, I think it's really um, defining what's next for me. It's, okay. It's, I'm, I'm lacking that clarity. I'm, I'm fighting imposter syndrome as we sit here and yes. have this conversation. Yes. I'm fighting um, that imposter syndrome as well because I've achieved a lot, mm. but we still play it safe. Yeah. And I do play it safe. And yeah. I recognize that. And that's where I think I get stuck sometimes. Yeah. And and I feel that even though I've overcome a lot of the things, sometimes I still think that I need to earn my rest or need to earn my meantime. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your willingness yeah, to be that level of real because, you know, I'm sitting here and where we are, we we met at a very powerful event with a lot of very yes. successful people. Yes. And I'll I'll be honest, as I'm sitting there amongst these other people, I myself am thinking, Tasha, breathe. Remember, <laughs> you have a successful business. You're not a loser, right? You already have a success. Like you're at the table with other successful people. Like it's not like you don't belong, you know? Yeah. And so I'm willing to say like, I go through that all the time, all the time. And what I love as I watched, especially the environment that we were in um, masterminding was how other women came kind of like to your rescue, you know, just like really stood for you and said, hey, we see you. We see where you are. We see what you can be. Here are some ideas. And it was just such a beautiful thing to watch women in leadership without competition. Yes. And and, and it's beautiful to see that level of wealth and that level of generosity. Yeah. Because generosity with your time and your knowledge and your perspective is so much valuable than money. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. So we see, we, we said this literally before we started, we're like, we are going to, if we don't keep track, we're going to be here for three hours having this conversation, <laughs> yes. which is what I love I about her. doing yes. this, right? There's so many things that come up. As I got to learn about you, I saw that you were writing a book for your granddaughter. And it's, first of all, I wish you could all see her. She looks her her story is she was born with kids. Yes, I'm sticking to that one. She I'm was born with kids because I looked at her. I'm like, how do you have grandkids? <laughs> but what I love is that 
you are actually writing a book for your granddaughter so that she can grow up with leadership skills. I found that fascinating as all get out because our culture says you get taught about leadership when you ed- when you exit college or maybe when you're in college oh, that's so or right. you right or you that's have so right. right you yeah and then you see these kids you walk into a room I remember when my daughter was in preschool the lady that ran the preschool said come let me show you something and she walked me in the room she goes just watch these kids they're in preschool so they're not 5 yet she goes I can tell you the leaders and the followers in yeah. this room, yeah. right? And I was like, when I when I saw that you were writing this book for your granddaughter, I thought, can leadership skills be taught yeah. at an early age? Absolutely. Can lead right? So tell us about the book. And the second part of my question is, you have what you're doing is basically wielding a magic wand, right? You really are. You're like influencing the leader that your granddaughter will become. And so if you had your heart's desire, what would that look like? So two things. Tell us about the book and okay. tell us, yeah. So the book is, I'm actually co-authoring the book with Bella. And let me tell you okay. the story behind. Okay. When I published my first book, The, the Square Peg Leader Delusion, is a, is condensed 27 years of leadership experience into a field manual for leaders. Okay. That, that's got my it. definition of the book. Okay. And uh, so my daughter got the book okay. and everybody's like, you made your daughter buy the book? Yes, I did. <laughs> anyway, so my daughter got the book and um, Bella, she's five. Yeah. And she grabs the book and she looks at the cover. She flipped the book and her question was, mama, she's very serious when she's, yeah. when she's inquisitive about quite something. Mama, why is mommy's picture in this book? And my daughter explained to her, it's because mommy wrote the book. Yeah. Put her on FaceTime, please. So my daughter called me immediately because Bella is the boss. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, of course, it's 7.30 in the morning. My, my daughter's trying to get them out the door. And, yeah. And she's like, I need to FaceTime mommy. Yeah. And she's like, mommy, I'm very proud of you. Aww. Sometimes you cook and sometimes you go to work. And sometimes you write. You wrote a book. Listen to me. The next time you write a book, we're going to write it together. I say, yes, ma'am. I don't think you needed to teach this kid any leadership, anything. She's the boss. (laughs) So, um, you know, I had this idea. I woke up one day at 5.30 in the morning is when I had my best ideas. And my husband's like, I can barely speak. Why are you pitching me something? Yeah, yeah, that's me. I woke up with this idea of the story behind the book. So I had to schedule a business meeting with Bella. It was a Sunday two hours. She's jumping and giggling and I'm like trying to get her focus. Yeah. It's the worst Zoom meeting I've ever had in my life because she was just jumping. Yes. And um, so we decided on the plot. She gave me the characters and the whole thing. And it's called Tiny Person, Mighty Leader. We are Tiny Person, Mighty Leader. I love it. One thing she was very specific about it. She said, Mommy, you need to write that leaders must be brave and they must behave. Oh, wow. So when she said that, I was like, there's hope for the world. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So she's going to be a fantastic leader. And to answer your second, the second part of your question, I want her to be a servant leader. I want her mm. to really pour herself into whatever her her calling is, her yeah. purpose, yeah. and to really serve people, add value to them, and be successful adding value to other people. Oh, I love that. Oh, my gosh. There's so much there. Here is what I want to add for everyone listening. I love actionable, you know, takeaways from these conversations. And as we think about creating wealth and giving ourselves permission to be wealthy is how can we take a moment to define wealth in terms of legacy, right? So what Maria just shared was, this is the way I want my granddaughter to lead in the future. 
when I think of wealth beyond just the wealth I create in this lifetime for myself, and I think of wealth as legacy for generations to come, I realize that I literally have the power to craft what wealth looks like in the future for my my kids, their kids, Absolutely. you know, and generations to come. Like that's the power that we have when we get to create. And I love that you're doing that for your granddaughter and her kids. But I got to tell you the truth. Doesn't sound like she needs much help. <laughs> well, you know, this this world is kind of crazy. I think yeah. that if we invest and in, in we really, because we all learn the skills that we have now with a yeah. lot of struggle. I think if we pass that on yeah. to the next generation and really teach them with the love and the and the compassion for them to really grasp the concepts and make them their own. Yeah. I think we can really change the world. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Last question. How can women use leadership skills to create wealth? Um, we can be such powerful leaders and, you know, it starts with self-leadership as we, as we spoke before, right? Is yeah. is really understanding who we are, being self-aware, what are, what are the skills that we need in yeah. order to get get to the next level? What yeah. are we missing? And being yeah. self-aware, be um, emotionally regulated enough to know where we're weak, work at it, and move ourselves forward. And remember that in our definition of wealth and in the context of the conversations that we have here on this podcast, we're always talking about wealth, not just from the financial perspective, but our personal growth, yes. legacy for generations to come. And what I love in what was just shared is, you know, really having the emotional awareness as part of your wealth creation to go, and where else do I need to grow? Yes. Right? Yes. Like being willing to be honest with yourself and saying, Whatever it is that your definition of wealth is, because if it's financially, where do I need to grow so I can experience financial wealth that I desire? But in the same way, it could be, you know, I just want to be like my son said the most mind blowing thing in a in a conversation recently. He said, yeah, I just decided I just want to be a better human and I wanted to be a better son and I want to be a better friend. And I was like, oh, my God, I love him. Who made this kid? <laughs> It was my grandmama. That's a pet mama like, moment. That was a proud mama moment. Absolutely. You know, but I mean, again, it's back to the thing of like when you define wealth for yourself yes. and it includes just being a better person and then having the, because part of, part of his, that self-inquiry for him was he like had to call himself out on where he wasn't being a good son, where he wasn't being a good friend, right? Yeah. And he had to be willing to say, I'm kind of sucking in these areas yeah. and, and I need to improve. That's leadership. Absolutely. And it's also understanding where I have a deficiency, right? Yeah. And where I need help. Yeah. And where, you know, if I want to grow my business, for example. Yeah. Where do I need to hire somebody to take on this because I'm not really great at it? Yeah. And it's taking time away from my my genius. Yeah. You know, my yeah. greatness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Marie. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. <laughs> Loving this conversation. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. I mean, really, that is food for thought, you know. As we look at creating wealth, where do we have the opportunities to self-lead through self-reflection and saying, I mean, one of the things that is the greatest and most courageous thing is where do I need help? Yes. Where do I need help? Yes. Because um, I want to grow. I want to I want to achieve wealth. And maybe it's through my business, but I'm not doing what I want. You know what I need to do. I don't have the skills I need to yes. accomplish that. 
I don't have the internal resources that's required in the business to create success. And so going to seek that, man, this is an amazing conversation. (laughs) My head is just going in every which direction. So I'm sure everyone enjoyed it. Any parting thoughts? And where can people find you? Um, well, my uh, website is MeaningfulLeaders.com. Yeah. I'm on LinkedIn as well. My my handle is my name, Maria Aguirre. Okay. And, you know, my book is um, published on Amazon, The Square Peg Leader Delusion. The Square Peg Leader Delusion. Yes. Now, that's a title. That's a mouthful. So, <laughs> I love it. I know. I know. And, you know, just just a quick, the 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 idea behind it is yeah. the same as a square the square peg in the round hole, right? Yeah. A square and, and, and a circle, they're uh, geometrical figures, but that doesn't mean they fit together. Yeah. A team and a leader, not because they're in the same industry or even in the same company. Yeah. They're a good fit for one another. Love it. And the cor- you know, in the, in, the, in the chase to climb the corporate ladder, I've seen many leaders put into a position in which they can learn a couple of skills yeah. and step up. Yeah. But they're they cause so much damage within the mm. team because they're not the right fit. Okay. And I think it's a delusion that we need to start talking about. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really powerful. So you can find the book on Amazon. Okay. And um, Tiny Person, Mighty Leader will be released on June 1st. Ah, that's the book honor, you're... Yeah, to honor International Children's Day. Oh, actually. my gosh. Yes. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Thank it was great so having this conversation with Absolutely. you. I love it. And remember, ladies, that we make amazing leaders starting with ourselves and that's the path to wealth yes thank you thank you thank you thank you so much for having me awesome